Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go, man. Love Talk Radio. And again. And Team minus 30 seconds and counting. You know, this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with it. Chaos. 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 T minus 15. Well, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent. 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. What you represent. Yeah, what we represent to them is freedom, is what he was going to say, as I cut it off short. <laughs> Good evening, Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation. This is Texas Biker Radio, number 289. And, uh, of course, this was recorded earlier, but we digress, right, Mel? Yes, we do. <laughs> Uh, my name is Mel Popeye Moss and my co-host Mel O.G. Robbins. We are here each and every week on Texas Biker Radio. And uh, we are with Sons of Liberty Riders MC, who sponsors this program each and every week. Well, Mel, it's a uh, man that, you know, I don't know whether you saw it or not, but the big news today, and we want to warn every biker. Well, let's say, Mel, Every American out there, if if you saw the uh, the news from Project Veritas today, and that would be James O'Keefe. Uh, he is um, one of the world's top investigative reporters today. Because, Mel, there's not too many out there that's doing any investigative reporting anymore. Uh, you know, it's all fake news. But stuff all political changed. agenda. Exactly. Exactly. But James O'Keefe is out there digging and doing the work, doing the work. But anyway, I don't know where you saw that today. Did you see any of that? No, I did not. Well, I'm surprised it's not plastered all over. I'm surprised it's not plastered all over Drudge. Because, Mel, he went into the bowels of Twitter the Twitter organization. Mm. And what, <laughs> let me tell you, what they discovered is 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 all the, the spying, the lying, the hidden agendas, the manipulation of all these big social media companies should be frightening to everybody. And once again, I want to say this to these bikers out there, everybody, if there's something you don't want anyone to know, you don't dare say it any place within social media. And that includes your conversation. Yeah, Mel. And that includes your conversations with your wife, with your business partners, with anyone. It's if it's information that is uh, that could be used in a detrimental fashion against you. And man, let me tell you, even they even collect a database on people that are taking pictures of, of themselves, of their body parts, or whatever else. There is a database that they collect, and these people uh, they've used this database to uh, to actually. Uh, cause divorces between spouses, targeted divorces. Wow. Now, we have this video up at TexasBikerRadio.org. Go to News and Comment on the menu bar and look for the... uh, 
the Project Veritas headline. Just a minute, I'll tell you what it is. I should already have this up here, but uh, give me a second. Yeah, I'll damn sure be going there myself. Let me tell you, Mel, and I've got it written down. The title of it is The Most Prolific Investigative Reporter in the World, and that's James O'Keefe. Go go watch that video. It's incredible. And the first video to come out, they're talking to a chief Twitter security engineer, and he's spilling the beans, Mel. He's talking to a girl who is actually in one of the Project Veritas's uh, undercover reporters, and she sucks him in, man. She suck, He starts spilling the beans. He starts bragging about what they're doing. It is incredible. And this ought to be headline news in every news department across the country, but it's not. It well, should that's be probably hit. because most of the media is now owned by very few individuals. So you can only imagine the power that resides behind that network. And you bet they're going to suppress something like that. The minute you started describing what was going on there and Mm -hmm. what they were using that data for and the data they were collecting, you bet because... Even the feds would be in on something like that. Hey, listen Uh, to this, Mel. Listen to this. Their engineer, his name is Clay Haynes, he said they were more than happy to help the DOJ with their investigations, not only of Donald Trump, but anybody else. This guy better be careful. uh, He might slip in the bathtub and accidentally die. Yeah. Now, the, uh, in the video, he's a he's a self-proclaimed bleeding heart liberal. So you know you know what that says about him. Yep. Uh, but uh, everybody's got to watch this video, and and the the videos to follow. I think they've got about twelve of them. Twelve of these people within the Twitter organization is talking about the the crap they've been doing. And I would submit to everybody that every social media platform out there is just like it. Not not only are they working to to get at Donald Trump, they're working to manipulate the way you think. And it's not only Twitter, this is the media also. We can't let them off the hook because they've been guilty of that stuff for every for everybody. But let me tell you, young people, young people who've grown up with this mess are going to fall are going to fall into the trap and already have. And. Uh, I'm just warning everybody, Mel. I think we should warn everybody. Hey, don't don't be saying stuff. Don't be posting pictures of yourself. Don't be talking about your wife and kids because you have somebody out there watching and collecting data. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the company. It can be one of the individuals within the company. And let me say this too, Mel. All the uh, all the green card people they have working in there. Those people have no allegiance to this country. They don't they don't know what democracy is all about. They don't know what the rights to privacy. They could give a crap less about that. This stuff is normal where they come from. Oh, by the way, Mel, we want to want to wish David Devereaux a happy birthday today. Oh, yes, yes, I saw that come across yeah. social media today. It's Double D's birthday. 
He's a he's a hard working guy, let me tell you. Yeah. And if it weren't for him, there would be a lot of things going unnoticed across the it's country. True. But he and his organization really draw it together. That's true. And uh Now, let me say one thing. As 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 helpful as social media has, as easy as as it's as it's made our lives in connecting with each other and talking with each other, uh, as helpful that is, it's also dangerous and detrimental to our way of life, our culture, our country. We have to be really careful when we're using uh, these programs. Really careful. And, and especially really careful with your children. Get them off these platforms if you can. Till they're old enough to handle it and understand it. You got anything you want to add to that? No, it's. Uh, I was just thinking that you know the the technological advances made in the last twenty years are just phenomenal. Uh, if you think back 20 years ago to the platforms that didn't exist and the things uh, that weren't going on technologically, uh, as opposed to today, we are about to lose every, virtually every freedom we have on the basis of social media, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, and all the rest of them. As a matter of fact, they were talking uh, <clears throat> on Fox News today about surveillance work that uh, mm-hmm. uh, the government is doing over in Europe, and uh, it's it's warrantless surveillance. And the problem they're getting into is is they're surveilling these bad guys around the world, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of American tourists running around, and they're getting caught up in the videos and in the sound surveillance and these databases are being developed and now local police departments it's been discovered local police departments have been able to tap into some of these databases in an attempt to build cases on uh, U.S. citizens that are constitutionally protected against warrantless uh, gathering of data. Mm-hmm. This this just goes on and on and on. It's your worst nightmare. I'm telling you, if everyone, if there was full disclosure as to what was going on, every TV set, computer, <laughs> and cell phone in the United States would be in a burn pit in the backyard. People would be that <laughs> terrified. Uh, that's cl- including those Amazon devices they have, Mel. When you go, oh and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ask now, the question. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah, those little cones that you talk into. Yeah, oh, yeah. Listening to everything. Oh yeah. You know that that looks and sounds innocent when you see them having fun asking that thing questions, and they go, you know, uh, what's happening today? What happened in? 1492, or just maybe go on and on. Uh, all kinds of information comes from it. It looks cute. It looks fun. But it's listening in. That's right. And who knows what kind of information it's giving you, true or false, or designed to lead you into a certain thought. That uh, man, hey, Mel, uh, uh, Casey Gotro has uh, has filed that she's going to be 
moving on, she will not be representing uh, Jake Carrizal if he goes to trial again. There's some question about that. I know they have a date picked, but uh, we'll see what happens if they move forward. Uh, Abel Reyna is still in hiding. Uh, he's got a campaign to run. <sighs> he's got uh, Barry Johnson nipping at his heels. He's got all these, uh, all our people, the mob, digging, nipping at his heels. Uh, he's had at times the Waco Tribune nipping at his heels. Uh, so, you know, uh, <laughs> he don't want to be seen uh, in these courtrooms, I guess. Uh, you know, we, it, it, he's still not trying anyone that may be guilty of a crime. Well, let me, let me mention something right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and, and we need to keep reiterating this. Uh, you know, uh, you say, uh, you, you know, I, got, I saw a great picture of you and Sandra Lynch standing there with a Johnson for DA sign. That mm-hmm. was a that was a good picture. And you know, everyone needs down down in McLennan County needs to have one of those up in yes, their front yard or wherever the hell you can put one. Because mm-hmm. it is vitally important, do not let the primaries slip by. As you have That's said right. Many, many times. Abel Reyna is the Republican, the last Democrat to be elected in McLennan County was back when? Did you tell me, Mel? How many years ago? Well, they haven't won. Uh, they haven't won a, a major race uh, in in McLennan County. The Democrats haven't won a major race uh, outside of an incumbent in, a, in about a decade. I think I read okay. where one guy, I think a guy was selected as a Democratic constable uh, somewhere. But, I mean, not right. anyone uh, not anyone of any major influence. I think uh, there's a, they have a Democratic congressman down there, but he's been that forever. Now, district you know attorney goes. is a damned important position. Yes, it is. And here's the deal. <clears throat> With what we know and the data that you have exposed... If Abel Reyna is able to make it through the primaries, it will be double tough beating him in a general election. It's true. Because all he's going to have running against him is a Democrat. So that makes all the more work for everyone trying to get rid of this guy. We have to concentrate on this primary race. Johnson is a Republican. He's running against Abel Reyna. Everyone needs to step forward and start fighting now and make sure everyone makes it to the primary ballot to vote. And let's get rid of Abel. Let's unable Reyna right up front in the primaries. Then we can sit back and we can nitpick on the two candidates that are running and try and figure out who's going to be the better of the two. Right. Right. Uh, if, if you got to that stage, uh, both, both of the candidates have, have good credentials, but uh, you know, it's, it'd be awfully tough to do that from the democratic side, not impossible, but really tough because they both now, have, are uh, we not talking about, uh, doing some kind of a fundraiser and having Johnson talk to the biker community uh, somewhere around the 1st of February? I think uh, right now we're looking at the 4th. Right now I think we're looking at the 4th of February. Uh, We're working on to to, uh, solidify that date. And uh, we'll we'll announce, uh, like I said, well, the date and the time and the place of where that's going to happen. And we invite uh, now, a, bikers from everywhere to come and listen to right. Mr. Johnson talk. Is there not a drop-dead date or a, uh, a deadline date for you to get registered to vote to be able to vote in those primaries? 
if you'll, uh, can you talk for a second and give me a minute to look it up? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, you know, it's <clears throat> we cannot express to everyone enough how important this primary race is. We just described to you the scenario of beating Abel in the primary. It is so much easier. I mean, it's still going to be hard work because he's an incumbent, and he has uh, he has his little corrupt machine running down there, his machinery with his good old boy network, and uh, it's going to be tough enough to whip this guy in the primary. However, if he is successful in the primary, you have no idea how hard it's going to be to beat this guy in the general election if he's going to be beatable once he gets past that point. So it is so important that you pay attention to what's going on. Make sure you are registered to vote now. Make sure you know where to go to vote and when to vote in those primaries. We've got to beat this guy in the primary, and Johnson is the guy to do it. Got it. Okay. Okay. I, um, I'm ready. <laughs> the last Go day, the last day to register to vote is Monday, February 5th. Okay. So they got that, little, that little get-together down in Elmont on February 4th is very opportune. Yes. Now, can people register online, or do they have to physically fill out a form and turn it in somewhere? I think you can register online. You need to do it now, so you so don't wait till the last minute to do it, even whether it's online or you have to go someplace to do it. I think you can do it online, though. I will double-check that, too. Yeah, we need to get all that stuff up. And get it going, and uh, maybe that's one thing we need to incorporate in our next ad in the Waco Tribune to the good citizens of Waco and McLennan County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just handle uh, the good old boy network down there. Mel, uh, you can register to vote online. If there's some hoops you have to jump through to do that, but I think you can do it. I will solidify all that tonight and get it up at Texas Biker Radio and also at All for One. How about that? That would be good. Yeah. Uh and let me see, is Abel Reyna's hiding? Oh, did you see the article on Chief Stroman? No. You know, he's he's the police chief that retired after giving Abel Reyna the go-ahead to arrest 177 bikers. He was on vacation in Never Never Land. I was going to say, wasn't that turkey even on vacation? Oh, and yeah. the acting yeah. chief was there? And Rainer yeah. ran all over the acting chief. Of course, the acting chief then is the current chief now. But back then, look at they made him police chief. And when it, when he didn't have the balls to stand up to Abel Reyna on site, instead they let them steal. They let Abel Reyna steal the investigation away from them. Well, and now everybody's paying. Who you want running the police department when you have a corrupt justice system going? You want somebody that can be beat around and told what to do. Oh, yeah. Yes, men. Yes, men everywhere. We need, I need to get a recording of where it's cartoon-type deals where the guy's just going, yes, 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 yes. Is there anybody around there can say no? This is not right. (laughs) 
because it doesn't seem that that's the case. Uh, but anyway, he he went he went down to some uh, town down on the coast near Rockport, and uh, they asked him to be interim police chief down there uh, as Hurricane Harvey came up on it on that town there, and of course he's helped them out and everything. Uh, but the bottom line is, Waco Tribune was trying to build him back up. I felt. Because he he left during a uh, a lot of, a lot of controversy. I think he saw things going south, and he just decided to retire. Well, they certainly don't have a police department to be proud of, let alone <laughs> rag on. Right. Uh, but, but I guess so. Uh, oh, Swanton's still around. Can't run these bad actors off with a stick. Well, you know, he's bellied right up to that uh, civil service trough, and you couldn't drag him away with a team of oxen until he's able to get his retirement. Yeah, that's right. Hey, listen to this, Mel. I mean, uh, hey, the juries have been socking it to him out in Nevada over the Bundys. Is that not something else? Oh, yeah. Yep. And now everyone's saying, hey, if the feds will dismiss a case because of the improper actions of the prosecution in withholding Mm -hmm. evidence and hiding evidence, what the hell makes that different than what's going on in Waco? Nothing. Because I'll tell you, Harry Reid had a personal vendetta out on the Bundys. I know Harry Reid well because I lived in Nevada for 20 years. I remember Mm. when he showed up on my front doorstep, he was a young guy, fairly short, uh, and he was running for lieutenant governor, and he was going door-to-door handshaking. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I can remember him going back that far. He actually grew up in a town called, uh, uh, oh, gosh, it it escapes me right, Searchlight. Searchlight, Nevada, which is uh, uh, probably somewhere between 30 and 50 miles west of Las Vegas towards the California line. It's one of those little alkaline desert towns that, uh, you know, have these, uh, you want to talk about a good old boy networks, boy, Nevada's got them too. But uh, Harry Reid became very powerful as a senator and very wealthy. And the Mm -hmm. feds own somewhere between 90 and 95% of the land in Nevada. Not too many people know that. You know, Mel. That's how much land they own there. You know, Mel, it's just the opposite here in Texas. You switch those numbers, that's the way it is in Texas. Yeah. Most of the land in Texas is privately owned. Reed's been working these uranium things and land grab issues with his son, who's in real estate. You know, Mm -hmm. he's, he's like a broker. So the Bundys had some grazing permits on some land that uh, Reed was interested in, and he was about to make some money on, and Bundy screwed that all up. And that's why, I don't know if you remember or not, but after the big showdown out there and everyone showed up, all the militia guys and the citizens, and the Bundys had this big you know, stand down with the BLM, got their cattle back. Reed made a statement publicly. He said it's not over yet. And sure enough, not too many months after that, the Bundys were all arrested and they've been sitting in prison ever since. And Reed has been the guy behind all this bullshit. And now the feds 
had to dismiss with prejudice those charges, which means he can't be retried. Exactly. So, you know, uh, you know, and, and it was over the same stuff that happened in Waco during Jake's trial, mm-hmm. where the prosecution was caught with their hands in the cookie jar, hiding evidence, withholding evidence. It was brought out publicly. The judge, their own guy, even got frustrated over it. I think he was getting embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And at this point, everything should be dismissed. It, you're exactly right, Mel. And and uh, this is, I think, in the next trials, this is the reason we're going to see them bringing everything they can to make it look like they've corrected that. But you and I know there's a bunch of scoundrels there. Well, I think and they so, threw everything they had, including the kitchen sink at Jake. And it was all testimony on everything Jake wasn't even involved in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, uh, it was, they were trying to hang the motorcycle community out there as all being bad guys, you know, gangs, street gangs, thugs, all these idiots they put on the stands, you know, that just talked monotonously for hours and showed, you know, uh, pictures of sons of anarchy, for God's sakes. Mm -hmm. Nothing real. Oh, and we forgot the last time we talked about that, what that show was based on. Don't tell everybody. Who, uh, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy actually was uh, based on the Shakespearean play, uh, uh, help me out here, starts with an H. Uh, It was the whole, uh, uh, it was the the whole premise of the script where everyone dies. The king, the queen, Mm -hmm. the prince. Hamlet. What was it? Was it Hamlet? Oh, gosh, starts with an H. I'll think of it in a minute. But that was basically what the script was based on. Now, they were trying to pattern it after Hell's Angels. Mm -hmm. But using the Shakespearean play for the theme on the script. And as a matter of fact, uh, there was one actor in there who was a technical advisor. He was an ex-Hell's Angel uh, he was the crazy guy that killed everyone. Uh, he was a sergeant at arms. He, he started out as a nomad. Uh, for those of you who watch Sons of Anarchy, you know who I'm talking about. And uh, uh, we saw Sonny, Sonny Berger play a few parts in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it was it was pretty obvious. And in fact, the guy that was the technical advisor actually came in and started acting mm-hmm. uh, during the thing. And he was he was pretty good. But the whole Hamlet. thing, that, yeah. Hamlet, the Shakespearean play Hamlet. So for those mm-hmm. of you that are Shakespearean affectionados, if you can remember Hamlet, everybody in Hamlet dies. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened in Sons of Anarchy. Okay, prince, so we have it. A- who was Jacks, the king and queen, you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I keep seeing the, the, I guess the guy that was played his stepdad in Sons of Anarchy. Actually, he's moved on to do pretty good. I, I see him quite a bit in other parts uh, in movies, movies that are coming out. So it's kind of interesting to see uh, uh, when they move on from a show like that that played for seven years, uh, where they go or where they end up at. Or did they just make enough money? A lot of them can get locked in on the the script that they, Mm -hmm. or the 
the part that they played, and the public has a hard time disassociating them from what they remember them from. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a new one coming along, Mel. Is that right? Yes, the Mayans. It's supposed to be out. Now, the Mayans were a, uh, a rival biker group in the Sons of Anarchy, and they were all Hispanic. The Mayans are supposed to be patterned or were supposed to be patterned after the Mongols. Mm-hmm. And that's who's up next on the next series. Because they're <laughs> supposed to do this whole thing around the Mayans now. So it'll be interesting to see how that how that comes off. So so the Hispanics are gonna be the next ones to get vilified <laughs> by right. law enforcement. Yep. That's right. Hispanic motorcycle riders. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I I guess it you know, it makes the networks money, so they're gonna do it. Well, you know, it uh I I guess the following on Sons of Anarchy for the seven years it was on was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of people watched that. You know, it uh and a lot of it was the biker community. Now, I think some of it was uh, curiosity in the parts of people that had absolutely no idea what goes on within an MC, and they thought this was total disclosure, which it wasn't. Right. You know, it uh, uh, saw, saw a lot of crap happening that you know isn't real. But, you know, yeah. nonetheless, a lot of people thought a lot of that was very realistic Uh and uh, uh, they had they had one hell of a following. Mm-hmm. You know, Mel, and then to to take that stuff that that supposedly happened back when and try and move it to today and the reality of the way things they are today. And we discussed this in the last program that if you know if you're out there on a motorcycle and you're carrying some type of contraband. Uh, you're out of your mind because the likelihood Absolutely. that you might get stopped. Yeah, you, you for the likelihood you might get stopped just to be harassed is high. So that it, yep, I even there are times when we like you know when we've gone to Tennessee to meet our other mm-hmm. chapter and I've thrown a couple of flasks in my saddlebags. I'm thinking, you know, is some rotten jerk going to call that an open bottle? Yeah. <laughs> In a vehicle. <laughs> and you know they would. Yeah. <laughs> I guess depending on which of course, side of the bed I'm doing they 90 miles an hour down the road, I can reach back there, grab a flask, and, uh, you know, start drinking while I'm riding. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Hey, Mel, let's discuss for a few minutes the, the police officer uh up here in the farmers, I think at the farmers branch area, that uh, that shot up those two Hispanic kids and killed one of them, teenagers. Now they did steal a radio or attempting to steal a radio out of his car. Now he chased them down, did one of those pit maneuvers or whatever you call it, and then he uh, pulled out his pistol and he shot a total of sixteen times into that car killing one of those teenagers. Now, a jury did convict him of murder. But the sentence he got, uh, what do you think, uh, 10 years with the ability to get out in five? Wow. And 10, and ten years probation, no fine. What well, was it? Second second degree murder or, or uh, it was what, a crime what of passion? Murder was? They said. Crime of passion. Yeah. Well, see, that's therein lies the problem between state and the feds. The feds have mm-hmm. mandatory sentencing guidelines, and the states can do whatever the hell they please. Mm-hmm. I actually think it was a jury that did this. Yeah, but the jury, the jury, I guess, can convict. And I guess 
give a recommendation to the judge, mm-hmm. but it's still the judge. Really? Yep. Yeah, the that jury cannot me- set the sentence time. They can they can rec- they can make recommendations, but it's it's up to the judge. Uh, yeah, and actually, the judge misread it in a, when he in that first announced it. Said he got twenty years. Then he had to backtrack, kind of like Steve Harvey. <laughs> he had to backtrack that he got it wrong. That it was ten years in prison and ten years probation. Well, that kind of throws me. I mean, I I have not heard of a jury being able to set a sentence. Uh, you know, and I I could be wrong here, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, that's weird. That is really weird. Remember I mean, if I, I was going to say, I mean, if a jury can do all that, what the hell you need the judge for? Well, that's true. That, I may be wrong on that, Mel. We'll correct it on uh, at TexasBikerRadio.org. We'll look into it. Okay. But I just thought that, you know, that was that was pretty light, man. This guy unloads oh, a gun yeah. 16 times. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean well, if I were him and I only spent that much time in prison, I'd be watching my back when I was released because there would have to be, I would be sure there would be some relative out there waiting for me. Oh, you got that right. And the fan, plus the fact is, Mel, we know that he's not going to get sent. As a police officer, he's not going to be in with the normal crowd. Oh no, no, they have to. Uh, they have to send them to different places. Yeah. You you throw them in with the regular crowd, and uh, uh, now a crooked cop might have. <laughs> Might have a chance, but uh, uh, mm-hmm. a, a killer cop? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, it should. Uh, it might be something interesting to find out what they do with these uh, these killer cops when they take them to prison. Where they go? Just out of curiosity, somebody may yeah. know that. Uh, we'll find out and get them on the show. It would be yeah, that that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, let me see, Mel. Uh, uh, Dopra's house. You know what I'm talking about? Oprah. Yeah. I call her Dopra. Oh, by the way, all the women in black at that Golden Globes thing. You know. Mm-hmm. You know what that was? Oh, that, that was. Uh, oh gosh, I. I Refresh my memory. Well, that's all the women that on that show that night dressed in black as a symbol of solidarity between women. Well, really what that was, Mel, was peer pressure. Which one of them would dare to come in in something other than black and say, hey, I don't believe in this. This is going to cause us harm. And uh, why would the the number one uh, perpetrators of that behavior, people that are in the media? People in the media, in the movie industries, I mean, you know, the filth. The filthy things they say, the filthy things they do, and Robert De Niro, his rant that he did today is a perfect example of it. Just pure filth. And what that black dress thing was was nothing but peer pressure. It's like we talk about, you know, to to fit in, you've got to go along. Yep. Otherwise, you're branded. And 
incredible things we're seeing. You know, and I quit watching them award shows all a long time ago. No, I can't stand because, them. Well, the thing about it, it's the same ten people over and over and over and over again. Well, even the, even the music shows, with the exception, and I'm sure my wife could immediately tell me which shows they are. The greatest majority of them is nothing more than their own groups picking out the winners. Yeah. They're sitting in their own, they're drinking their own bath water. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the Oscars, the Golden Globe, uh, the, uh, the, the music ones, uh, they're all selected by panels out of the Actors Guild. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a self-appreciation thing. It has nothing to do with public opinion as to what the best picture was. Exactly, you know, and there's so much there's so much campaigning to win those awards by all these uh, these production companies and actors and whoever else, you know, whatever award it is. There's so much campaigning. And probably money thrown around. I don't know. But it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. You can bet the casting couch comes into play, too. Mm-hmm. But, Mel, they will, they will said they did say today that uh, Dopra's house uh, was affected by the mudslide. Matter of fact, <laughs> I, think there's a, I think there's a picture out there of her standing knee-deep in some mud. Now, Mel, I'm not going to feel sorry for Dopra. She's worth a billion bucks. With a B. <laughs> so I'm not going to feel sorry. That's right. Uh, hey, Mel, it's one of, one of our last things I want to bring up here. Uh, a rapper... Uh, his name is, I think, A. Johnson. He's got a uh, a rap song out and a rap video. I think it's called Sell Drugs. He was busted for drug trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go advertise yourself on a song and a video and then go out there and actually do it? What the hell is that, Mel? Just more proof of how smart some of them are. <laughs> oh. You know, we look we look out there and we see stupid things every day. But when I when I when I saw that come along, it was something else. It was something else. You got anything you want to bring up or need to bring up? No, I think uh, I think we about covered it all. Uh, you know, I was able to talk about my favorite subject, which is the Bundays in Nevada. So I'm uh, I'm just uh, happier than hell tonight. Oh, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> everybody! I want to remind everybody: go to TexasBikerRadio.org. And watch that video. Watch that video, and I'm going to tell you one more time. It's under the title, The Most Prolific Investigative Reporter in the World. It's under that title. Watch that Project Veritas video. Understand what these social networks are doing. And, Mel, I think that guy actually said, I don't think he's from this country. Or one of them in one of these videos is not from this country. The reason mm-hmm. he's going after Donald Trump so hard and heavy is because he thinks that he may not have a job if he's successful in on the immigration front. But let me also say this, Mel. 
Immigration sneaking across the border is up big time. Uh, that Trump may have success with these immigration, new immigration regulations and bills, and they're they're going to flood across. Mm. Encouraged. It's too bad they don't let the citizens. <laughs> that's right. Oh, uh, help out. By the way, by the way, I think it was uh, one of the European countries. If you're on welfare over there. There's no way you're getting citizenship. No way. Oh, I can just hear the liberals now if they did something like that in this country. Oh, I mean, they're they're whining bad enough now. And uh, Mel, I guess we'll send out a prayer. Yeah, we should. I, I say I guess. We'll send out a prayer for the people that are affected by that mudslide. Not Oprah. Especially the families that have lost so far. The count is 17 dead. Like, mm. what, a, what a horrible way to go. Be smothered by mud. Yep. I mean, I don't know whether that's as bad as a fire. But, man, that's tough. Yeah, they have absolutely no way to predict where a flood's going to, or where a, where a mudslide's going to happen. Absolutely no way. That's right. Okay, Mel, I think we're, we're about done. Okay. For those of you you that are concerned about my wife's surgery, everything's, uh, everything's going good. Uh, It's not, uh, Nothing life-threatening. We'll leave it at that. All right, Mel. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Later. Good night. Ride safe, everybody. Ride safe. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.